Hey everyone, I just wanted to jump in here before this special edition of the Seeing God in the Everyday podcast went out. I recorded a segment two days ago for the coronavirus, and it was an update to the one that I did a couple weeks ago, and I was thinking about putting it with my normal podcast, but I thought I'd what I'd do is just release it by itself as a special edition. So that's what this is. This is a special edition uh, release podcast, I guess is what you want to call it. Um, but basically what it is, it's uh, just all the information that I put out on Thursday. But I wanted to give you guys some updates um, just before I sent this out on Saturday morning. A couple of things to take to notice is that there's been lots of lockdowns that have happened uh, in different states. The California, New York State, they have completely locked down. I believe Connecticut and Illinois are also in that where they are completely locked down as in if you're not going to work or you're not part of the medical profession, medical field or uh, emergency crews that probably just stay home. Uh, don't go out at all so that they can get this virus under control and get the uh, spread of the virus under control. Also, uh, Google has released their new website. It's uh, If you go under google.com slash COVID-19, and that's C-O-V-I-D-19. Basically, it's a just everything that you need to know. It's all on one simple to, and easy to read page that you can just click on. It takes you to uh, maps of what's going on, and it's uh, very up to date. It's also got some basic things of uh, who you call when you start seeing symptoms. Again, if you start seeing symptoms and things like that, you have the fever. You know, they're asking that you don't rush to the hospital because then you put the health workers at risk, that if you do have symptoms that you do call and they have different numbers and different people that you go ahead and call to make sure that they are prepared for you when you come so that they can help you properly. So I'm gonna just, again, this is a special addition to the Seeing God in the Everyday podcast. I will have a regular uh, podcast that will be coming out later this weekend or probably Monday or Tuesday um, for the week. But I wanted to get this information out because it is so fresh and um, I know it's on everyone's mind, but I don't want the uh, podcast to be focused on this. We're going to focus on on other things uh, starting with the next podcast where we won't talk about this. We might give another update type podcast, but we're not going to just um, take up all the time with the Seeing God in the Everyday podcast. All right. So stay safe. Uh, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, and keep a few feet between each other, but keep telling people about Jesus and be safe. All right. Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to Seeing God in the Everyday with Dan James. And I am so glad that you are with me today, and we are going to have a great time. We're going to talk about some different things, but if you're listening to this the week I uh, put it out or within the next few weeks, uh, you know that we're going to be right in the middle of what's happening with the coronavirus and COVID-19. I did a podcast uh, about three weeks ago on COVID and the coronavirus, which is the same thing. It's just different names for it. Basically kind of gave a, a, a more of a spiritual slant, more spiritual talk to it. But I wanted to do an update because um, this is something that is very prevalent. It's just everywhere you go, everyone's talking about it and not wanting to spend the entire episode this week. But I did want to kind of give an update to what I talked about last week. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to that. It's actually should be quite encouraging. Again, that's what I try to do is I want to encourage the church. I want to encourage you uh, as you're listening to this. Uh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, I encourage you once you're 
when I'm done with this one that you do listen to that one. And so that will kind of give you a little more different, a different take than what I'm giving you today. But I want to do an update because I I think it's so important. It's affecting everyone. If you are not just in the United States, but in Germany or South America or Africa, pretty much the same things are happening. The virus is spreading just like we said it would, just like normal viruses do. Uh, What's different about this one is that, number one, this virus seems to spread very easily. It seems to spread quicker. It's doing what viruses do. It's not really being too strange and too different, except for that it does seem to spread quicker. The other thing with this virus is that when it gets a host that it it enjoys, let's put it that way, gets into a host that deficiency in immune system has um, some form of heart or lung disease or some asthma. We're starting to see cases that people have asthma and things like that, that it's affecting them uh, a little more harsh. Most people are getting this virus. They're getting sick. They're getting fever. But after about two or three days, they feel fine. After about three or four days, they feel like they're ready to go back to work or go back to whatever their lives were before they got the virus. So for the majority of people that are getting this, it's not having more of an effect than just the normal cold or the normal flu. And I'm going to say that the majority of people that are under the age of 60 who are getting this virus, it's not affecting or changing their life at all, but their life has been drastically changed because you can be a carrier of this virus for up to two weeks without having any symptoms. And what that means is is that you can get this virus, you can hold on to it, you can pass along to tons of different people and not have any idea that you have it, which is very different because usually when you get a virus and when you become to the point where you're spreading the virus around is you usually have a fever, um, you're showing symptoms. Well, this one, you can have it, you can be spreading it and not have any symptoms at all which that's something different, and that's what kind of makes this a little more dangerous because you could get this virus and you could just start spreading it around and around and around and around, and it never affects you, but you've just spread it to 20, 30, 40 people who then it affects them, goes from there and there and there on, and like every virus, expands. The other thing, like I said with this, is that if it does find a good host or someone who has a... um, a weakened system or has had issues with lung cancer or lung any lung issues it seems like it's attacking them harsher and that's where the majority of the deaths are coming from are people that have underlying conditions so i wanted to kind of give an update because i i kind of uh, played with it a little bit last time when i when i did my podcast and i wasn't trying to be facetious but i was trying to show a point because there was a lot of panic going on with this and i think we're getting to the point now where the panic is starting to subside we're in mid-march now and everyone's kind of settling in a little bit. Um, you're actually starting to see some of the grocery stores are getting things back. People aren't going out and just buying up everything. Um, it's still pretty scarce to get certain things like uh, meat from a butcher, things like toilet paper and paper products and stuff like that, and hand sanitizer, which they're saying now that the hand sanitizer is good, but it's much better to just wash your hands, just to use soap and water and just wash your hands with soap and water, and that does actually better than the sanitizer. 
But I wanted to kind of update from my last podcast, uh, now that three weeks have kind of passed by, and kind of give you an update of what's going on. And at that time, there was only about 80,000 that had the the virus, which was primarily in China. Um, Now the virus has expanded to, and I'm looking at up to date. Um, these are numbers that are literally being up to date every every minute in front of me. We're up to 242,721 cases now worldwide that have been promoted or that have been mentioned now. So China has confirmed 81,000 cases right now. And Italy, the other country that's been hit the hardest, has 41,000 cases. And what's happened with Italy is that Italy didn't respond at all when it first happened. Italy got hit really hard. Italy also has an older population. Italy also has a, the country is very compact. The people who live there, they, lots of people live in apartments or they live in houses that are right on top of each other. So there's a lot of interaction. They're almost a a community that's a city nation that could really, um, a virus like this can really take off because of proximity, because there's so many people that live close to each other. Plus they have again, an older population. Plus, they also have a lot of people who are smokers. They're one of the the largest nations that do smoke. This kind of virus is just ripe uh, for Italy. Like I said, they have 41,000 right now cases. They're also leading right now with 3,400 deaths. And that's pretty bad. That's that's um, not a good number, especially when they've only had 41,000 cases, over 3,000 deaths. Mathematically, that's not a good number. The other countries are, are doing much better when it comes to the death to cases ratio. Um, but like I said, Italy, they were a little slow getting started. They've now completely 100% quarantined their entire country. So now they're starting to get on it and Hopefully within the next few days to week or so, their numbers are going to start going down. The United States is at this point right now, and it is um, March 19th, 13,678. A lot of the United States cases are primarily in the urban areas, the main urban areas, New York City, Los Angeles, uh, Miami-Dade. That's where the majority of cases are showing up. We we need to you know be prepared that the the virus is going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to do what it's doing and expand because that's what viruses do. I'm looking at a map right now, and it's telling me some different things. Right now, the state of Florida, which I live in, has 417 confirmed people that have the virus. There's been nine deaths in the state of Florida. Um, I click over to California, they have 950 and 18 confirmed deaths. Now we all have known if you're what's going on, uh, Washington State, which was the main area where this kind of blew up. Washington State had, they have 1,300 cases right now, but they had 74 deaths. And the majority of those deaths were in one location in a nursing home in Washington. And so Again, the virus is, is being very sel- selective in what it's doing. It's focusing primarily on older people with poor immune systems. So now there are cases where younger people are getting it. There are cases where um, younger people are getting sick, and we've even seen some cases where younger people are dying. But as a whole, it's people over the age of 80, 80 and above is the main that are that are dying with this. Um, there are some cases in the 60s, 70s, 
And like I said, we saw, matter of fact, just today there was a report of a man, 34, who died of the virus. Now, here's the thing. Anyone can get the virus. Anyone can be a carrier of it, but only certain people, like I said, it seems to be attacking. So you could be healthy, not show any symptoms of it, but be a carrier of it. And that's what makes it so concerning. And so the country right now, United States, we've kind of been in a little bit of a, a pseudo lockdown. What they've done and why they're doing this is because they want to slow down the progression because there's only so many hospital beds. There's only so many doctors. So if you could spread out how many people are getting sick over a month period instead of everybody getting sick within two days, if everybody gets sick within a week or so, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be treated and there's going to be a lot of deaths. But if you can spread that out, over a month or a month and a half to two months, then there's not so many people getting sick as quickly. So there's more beds, there's the doctors are more available. And so that's what we're doing now. That's what the we're trying to do in the United States. It's not so much that we can stop it or that we think that we can turn the tide and not let it spread. It's going to do what it's going to do. A virus is going to spread. But what we're trying to do is slow that spread down. I think the uh, the government, when it first came out and when the hysteria first started, that wasn't being translated to everyone. So the hysteria kind of went crazy with everyone thinking we were going to die tomorrow and the sky was falling. But once everybody started understanding what this is and what's happening, um, you're starting to see more people that are getting involved and helping and being a part of this. And so I've looked up some things and I've been looking up some different stuff. And um, I went to the CDC website because, you know, I I just, I want to make sure that people that are listening to this or people that are getting information, that they're getting the correct information. Because uh, the worst thing is, is people going, well, I saw this on the internet or I saw this or I heard this guy say this or whatever. I'm trying to give out some information that um, is coming directly from the horse's mouth. I'm on the CDC website right now. It's telling us that if you have these symptoms, you're going to have fever, a cough, and a shortness of breath. Those are the main symptoms that you would have. So if you don't have a fever, you're not coughing, and you don't, you're don't, you not experiencing shortness of breath, you most likely don't have it. If you don't feel good, you probably just don't feel good. You might have something else. Remember, we're still in March, so we still have the regular flu season and the regular cold season. Here in Florida, everything is covered in yellow because it's pollination season, and everything is everything is covered in pollen. I washed the cars the other day. I went out to the car today and it is completely covered in yellow powder. So if you're like me, that means you're going to sneeze. That means you're going to have runny eyes every once in a while. But if you're not running with these symptoms, you don't have fever, you're not coughing, shortness of breath. Those are the main ones. If you're not displaying those signs, you, you probably don't have it. So you need to be smart and go, okay, maybe I just have a cold and go from there. Now, if you're showing any of the warning signs, I'm reading right off the CDC. If you're developing any warning signs, get medical attention. Okay, call your doctor. Let them know. Don't just go to the emergency room because if you go to the emergency room and just show up, they don't know what you have and now you've, if you do have it, you've infected them. So call your doctor. Let them know. They can prepare 
and let the health officials know at the hospital so when you show up they're prepared for you and they have the proper equipment so they don't get sick because the last thing we need is our doctors getting sick and our nurses we need them to be um you know ready to go so you, we need to just make sure that we're checking ourselves and taking precautions i went also to the white house website and on the white house website they're doing this thing they're pushing this 15 days to slow the slow the spread you can go to whitehouse.gov but you know basically the simple things are if you're feeling sick stay home self-quarantine self-quarantine the whole family um if a child is sick Everyone in the house needs to think that they're sick as well. You got to look at it this way, that if one person gets it, it's like the old chicken pox thing. If one person in the house gets it, everybody's going to get it. Okay, so um, just remember that. So on the um, the coronavirus.gov page, if you click on that, it'll take you to the White House page and it'll talk to you on how to slow down everything that's happening there. The other thing is, um, again, uh, washing your hands is so important. Don't touch your face. Don't touch other people right now. I know you might be a hugger. I'm a hugger. I love hugging people. I love talking to people, shaking hands or whatever. But at this time, it's not so much of a thing of, oh, I'm too strong. I'm not going to get it. Or I'm young. I'm not going to get it. You got to remember, you might get it and then you can transfer it to someone else. And that's what you don't want. You don't want to transfer it to someone else who might be sick. Or I was talking to a friend just yesterday who has had open heart surgery within the last year. Well, you know, I definitely don't want to, I want to make sure I'm not touching them, you know, so that they don't get it. Uh, If anyone has had cancer treatment within the last year, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be touching them. So that's what we're doing. We got to start thinking about not ourselves, but thinking about other people. Right now, there's a lot of on the internet because it's spring break. And there's a lot of people here in Florida, um, a lot of people, young people in their 19, 20, 21, 22, who have come from around the country to Florida because this is where you spring break. All these videos and news reports of these young people on the beach and they're like you know why are you hassling me why you know i just want to have fun i don't care i'm i don't care if i get the virus or not that is such a selfish attitude you've got to start thinking about someone beside yourself it's not just those people but there are others who are very cavalier and i'm not going to get it so or if i do get it i'm strong enough you can't think about just yourself you need to think about other people and how you love other people. And it kind of goes to what we do here on this podcast is that we want to see God in the everyday. And we also want to show love and compassion and mercy and grace, which was shown to us to people as well. So I want to encourage you with that. Uh, One of the cool things that I saw and what I'm seeing is I'm starting to see people who do care about their fellow man. You know, we had a meeting last night because all churches have been closed. We had a meeting last night of uh, getting together and how can we have church? How can we do this um, using technology and the internet, but still have community without having community, without having everybody together and be under the guidelines, which is under 10 people or 10 or under and still be able to have community and so we kind of talked about that we had a group of 10 last night and we kind of talked about that and kind of talked about how we can still love one another encourage one another worship together but still be able to keep each other safe and that's the important thing because basically we know that this virus is going to run its course whether it's six months whether it's two months whether it's another you know three or four weeks 
we want to make sure that we're protecting the people that need to be protected so that this virus can just run its course, it can reach an equilibrium, which all viruses do, and that the treatments catch up to the expansion of the virus. Again, just want to encourage you uh, as we're going through this, there's, again, so much happening, all the news, everything, but I just wanted to get that out there, do that update of what the coronavirus is doing, kind of give you a, a snapshot if you're listening to this podcast right now, or you might be listening to this podcast six months from now, um, you can look back and see where we were. 